We've been putting this bus together for three years, and there's no one who doesn't want to see mobsters go to jail, including and especially the one person in the room who's had one of them put a gun in her mouth. Probation, community service, or better yet, just consider that all she did is run a poker game exactly the same way every casino in America does and drop a goddamn charge. Newest work. I haven't. I was gonna wait till we were so, done. Here. Uh, I don't. Talk- I don't want to hear your no, review. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna tell you. Okay, it's damn. short. It's a 24 minute album. It's, it's only an EP. Seven, it's yeah. It's basically an EP, but he didn't call it an EP. Um, but I Why really, really like it, man. It's um, it's different. I like part of it is like almost like spoken word. The other parts like straight up R and B. But um, it's it, there's some lyrics on when's there the, that um, had me howling, laughing. When's the next album come out? Well, he's got the one with Nas producing that he produced for Nas, I think, in a month, and he just had the Pusha T one come out. So I don't know when the I I, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't know think, what the hell he's. Ever I don't think doing. Kanye knows what he's doing half the time. No, no. But, Let's be um, serious. How great is Nas? Nas is my favorite rapper of all time, and the third voice you're hearing here is our friend Ken, who is joining us on episode six of You Watch I Listen. How you doing, Ken? Great. Well, thank you for coming in. Now, uh, Ralph, you you know Ken way better than yeah. I, so why don't you go over the genesis of your friendship? And the you genesis. guys, and then I want you to talk about the trip you guys took. We'll a little about a trip. little uh, bro getaway this past okay. weekend. Okay. Um, Ken's my uh, good buddy. I've known him through three jobs now. Now, who follows who? He follows me. Oh, you, follow, you follow Ralph? Is that by design? I mean, the man has a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you're always following. That's right. It's not a nice ass. It's droopy. It's, it's misshapen. It's, it's, just, it's sweaty. It's poorly wiped half the time. <laughs> All right, fine. I like to see his receding hairline. <laughs> oh. I don't think he does, though. <laughs> so, I didn't know I had one. So he's followed you to three jobs. Three jobs. And so how long have you guys known each other? Uh, six, seven years now. Six, seven years. And I've probably known you for like a year now, Just but we didn't really hang out until the, the bachelor party get-together thing that we did where I was just coarse. <laughs> Ralph into drinking excessively. And what another uh, another one of my groomsmen uh, told me that you're a bad influence and I should stop listening now, to now you. Now let me say, Ken. I think you can agree with me here. I wasn't really pressuring Ralph. I just said, "Come on, just drink that. Drink that. Have that shot." I mean, it really doesn't take a lot with Ralph. No, it's like and that's <laughs> the thing. Like it, it, the guy's telling me, like, "Oh my God, you're a bad influence." I'm like, all I said was, "Drink this." I'm a bad all influence. right, I'll drink it. It's like the zebra cakes. Eat the zebra. Okay. So, no, you didn't eat them. You swallowed them. I swallowed them. <laughs> hey Ralph, swallow a piece of pizza whole. Go for it. Uh, not, not now. Well, we have we have other treat, we have do. other treats coming up, which I have to follow up with you because we didn't follow up last week um, about the shark, the shark food. So what's the deal with the shark food? Okay. Why don't you explain to our listeners? Because I had a lot of people that were looking forward to seeing us eat this okay. garbage. So a uh, little little bad news on the shark food. So basically, uh, a few shows ago, I think it was the uh, Josh show. I was going to buy Hakarl. Hot Carl. Hot Carl. Which is fermented, uh, rotting shark meat from Iceland. Mm -hmm. Um, It's universally considered to be the most disgusting food in the world. Unless you're from Iceland, I guess. Unless you're from Iceland. Or you live in Ikea. Ikea. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Who lives in Ikea? I'm going going sidetracked. Me and Ken ate dinner at an Ikea once on a business trip. Why? 
<laughs> Why not? We were Ken and Ralph. I liked his answer, not because you're Ken and Ralph. Why not is the correct answer. Yeah. That's the answer I look for from almost any food escapade. But what, what happened with the hakar? So um, I placed the order. Blessed, blessed by a rabbi. Hakar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of that huge rabbi yeah. population in Iceland. <laughs> Maybe there is. We don't know. Go on. Hold on. We're gonna uh, while I'm talking, I'm gonna look up the demographics of Iceland. But so what happened with so, the food? So um, I ordered it. And I got an email saying, hey, you uh, you don't want to ship it the way you're shipping. And I was already paying like 50 bucks for the shipping. And like, no, um, this is rotting shark meat. It can't <laughs> rot anymore. You need to air express this. And I'm like, oh, cool. How much does that cost? It was like 150 euro, That's which translates to about 180 American. So the, the, the Carl, the shark eating will not happen. So I think we need to come up. Um, I think we need to do a GoFundMe for I, the shark I don't meat. even think it's that, man. I think now that we can't do the one that you promised, I think that you're going to have to revisit something that you did once and you don't ever want to do again. Oh, no, I, no, 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 no. I think no, we're going to no, have to no, do no. the ghost pepper challenge on the show. Do you have it right now? No, I don't right now, oh. but I'm going to have it soon. What do you, Ken, do you think it's a fair compromise? Well, I mean, I'll throw the $180 down right now. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> oh, he, he's very right, irresponsible. If, if, listen, if, if you're serious, it'll happen. Um, and I will eat it, and I, I will try my best to keep it down. Well, you need to you need to be on the show again, though. though. Yeah, well, when it got here, yeah. we would have you on. Uh, I It would be a follow-up episode. You'd be the first follow-up guest. See, the problem with that is I don't want to deal with the smell of this. <laughs> that, well, I mean, just have it sent here or to Ralph. If you have it sent here, shark I... Piss, it's called uh, shark piss meat or something. Is that really what it's called, oh, shark piss meat? I think that's what it's My mom used to call me. <laughs> Shark piss meat. <laughs> All right, so we're we're gonna figure out some kind of substitution that's gonna make us sick we'll or feel terrible, and we'll get a video of it. So once again, this is episode six. So you watch, I listen. Uh, happy June first. Yes. Happy post Memorial Day. Um, yes. I have to I get it out of the way. How many hot dogs did you eat for Memorial Day? I I don't think I ate a single one. Ken, did you have any? Had two at the game in Boston. Okay, that's okay. You didn't have any at the game. Oh, I did have one at okay, the game in Boston. So at least yeah. you had one. It was a football. Uh, my too. final tally over the weekend was nine. Um, I, I had five on Sunday, and then I had two Saturday. No, I had five Sunday, and then I had two more that night, and then I had two the next day. Do you cook them or eat them raw? I grilled them. I don't eat them raw. I'm not going to just eat a stick of bologna. You've what? never eaten raw hot dog? I, They're fully I, cooked. I, you're right. I lied. I, I've eaten. <laughs> I've eaten a raw hot dog more than four times. I'll, I'll, I'll go one more than that. I've waited for it to defrost and got screwed. At least you didn't eat it while it was frozen. <laughs> oh no, he <laughs> did. Oh, yes, I did. I you said you waited for it. To no, defrost. I didn't. That's got to be like, you want a popsicle? Here's a hot dog. <laughs> popsicle. <laughs> like you have children. You, you don't get them ice pops, so you just give them frozen hot dogs. Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, glad you guys did that. So I kind of want to jump right into it because we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So we're gonna go into our reviews from last week's recommendations you let off last week reviewing windy city heat so i'm going to review um the one you gave me cut copy in ghost colors now if you're following along on twitter you've seen i've done some um commentary on it now ralph when we started out on this venture i told you that i used to be really into bit you've known I'm, i used to be really into music and then i kind of steered yeah. away so i've really been looking for things to like open my ears again yeah and on um, this album uh, made me want to stop listening to music <laughs> Uh, no, so here's the thing. The the thing that I hate more than anything, and it's been a trend in music since the mid-2000s with bands like The Killers and Modest Mouse and Franz Ferdinand, is why are they trying to recapture that 80s retro digital sound? It, it just sat, The album came off to me, and I did like two songs on it. It wow. came off very, very uninspired. Like I didn't feel like these guys had fun when they were making the album. I just pictured them like sitting there doing algebra, and then in the middle of it trying to record why, an album. Why would they be doing algebra? Because it was that. Because it was because the closest thing I could think of that bored me 
me as much as this album or frustrated me as much as this album <laughs> is doing any type of math. And algebra is where I went. So that's like the most basic. So math too. Let, me, let me go over a couple things here. There's four tracks of just noise. There's no song. It's just sound. They're like intros to the next they're song. Not, no, they're not intros. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Outros. It's ambient noise. It's like we're talking about Nine Inch Nails, Ghosts. I'd rather listen to Ghosts, ghosts. again. But so there's four tracks of just ambient noise. Every song ended with just 40 seconds of sound, like at least 40 seconds. One of them was a minute and 15 seconds of just sound <laughs> and slowly fading out. To do what? Make you so, think. So let me tell you the songs I liked. I did like uh, Unforgettable Season. That one sounded all right. I don't know if it's anything I'd ever put on again, but it was a good song. Um, and I liked So Haunted, but the chorus kind of ruined it for me. I thought the ver the verse was great, the bridge was great, but when it got to the chorus, it just turned into that same uninspired crap. Um, so you you've done a pretty good job giving. I, I this is how much I didn't like it. I literally put on the Bobby Womack album again, <laughs> the one I didn't like, um, because it just left such a uh, poor. I'm taste gonna be in honest. I did not expect you to like this one at all. Thank but you. I do like I do like the album, and I do think it's a unique Listen, album. I'm, but I'm in the minority. That that sound, that '80s sound, has been popular for so long, and it does sound like an '80s album. And I, I get that. That's a very popular demographic. Shtick. Yeah, I get it. But I just don't understand when people write music. And they write songs is why is there like it feels like it wasn't written with any type of energy or passion. Well, they're Australian. That that doesn't mean anything. What do, I mean, the Australians seem like ah nay. So that's every Australian song needs to start with that. Yes, start, AC, start with that. Does that. It would have been better if it was Austrian. Yeah, I would have liked some Austrian music. Like oh my god, and uh, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger album. Would you listen to that? Isn't there an Arnold Schwarzenegger themed band? No, but actually they just no no, me no, no 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 no. The themed is. themed band. I want a band with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's okay. It's and not I, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it's a guy doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I I mean this album I I was. Literally, I texted Caitlin and I said, I'm so fucking angry at Ralph right now <laughs> because the album just infuriated. And I, I wasn't like I just listened to it once. I was like, maybe I'll like it more in the second time. I hated it more. I was like, maybe the third time I'll start to figure it out. By the third time, I was ready to cut my wrists. I, it just is not like that sound. It just does nothing for me. You can't hear the bass line probably because it's all recorded on bass. And it just well, it's an electronic uh, album. I, I, but like music to me, what do better, I was okay, better or worse than Ghost? I'd rather listen to Ghost. Oh, the bullshit! I I no, I, I would rather listen to Ghost. Bullshit! The music in Ghost was better. I would rather listen to Ghost. I don't like. Okay, the 1980s left 30 years ago. Why are we going back to this sound? And I know this album was recorded in 2007, I believe. But bands do that all the time. I they do it all the time. But why that specific well, 80s uh, Wolf retro? Wolf Mother's a complete retro band that's clearly claimed. But it's different. They're playing actual instruments. These guys are playing on fucking. They're trying to get that specific digital Vice City sound. So why is it okay why, to do it? On why? Your... Whoever said hey, you know what band inspired us? A flock of seagulls. No one's ever said that. I'm I sure did. they're <laughs> okay. So okay, I got the. One guy here. He's things. actually part of Cut Love Copy. Him. He's actually part of Cut Copy. <laughs> so he's just suppressing so Australian. Did, I did. Uh, I did. So this one because I hated it so much. I went back to my grading each song. Um, and I came just up. Just go through. It quickly, I came up. There's so a there's the a lot of the tracks. first song. Feel the love. When I first heard it, I gave it a two, and I actually downgraded it to a one after multiple <laughs> listens. Um, out there on the ice, a one point five. Light and music, one. We fight for diamonds, a zero. It's just sound. <laughs> Unforgettable season, a three. That was a good song. Midnight runner, boring, one. Uh, so haunted, two point five. At first, I gave this one a three, but as I was listening to it, and the chorus just grinded on me by being redundant and repetitive, which I know a chorus is supposed to do, but it didn't tell me anything about the song. Wait a second. What is the grading scale you're using? It's three, one to five. He's never three is good. 
Yeah, a three he's is good. He's not consistent. Well, yeah, if it's one to five. I mean, a three, uh, yeah, a three, three is good. Three is it's, good. Yeah, three is good. He ranks each song, and then he averages, and he goes, oh, it's not that good, because yeah, he'll well, have no, like I, one. I, I, so he's going to knock algebra, and he's averaging so, shit. So, well, listen, listen. <laughs> I said I don't want to sit there and do algebra. That calculator eliminates that for me. So, Oh, look at but this on a, on a, on a Texas Instruments uh, so over here. On, on a good... Al- <laughs> On a good album, I won't do. When I just called you a technophobe, is the exact opposite of what I meant to call (laughs) you. You're an asshole, idiot. Um, On an album, I don't. I do like. I'm not going to grade each song individually. I'd grade the album, but on this one, because it was so few and far between, it deserved what I'm doing to it, which is critiquing each song. So, voices in courts was another one. It just fucking sound for a minute. Zero hearts on fire. (laughs) Two. Isn't that the Hearts on Fire, the song at the end of Rocky 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 4? So it's not even the good Hearts on Fire. Far Away, Boring, One, Silver Thoughts, Just Noise Again. Just just like, hey, guys, we need to get some filler on here. We have to get the 15 tracks. And one of them just goes, let's just do four songs of noise. And they all sound the same. It could just have been one long track of noise. So (laughs) You want that? Because I have the album for you. I'd rather do it. Um, (laughs) Strangers in the Wind, a two. Visions. This is what I wrote for the review. I didn't even put a number. I just put fucking noise. (laughs) That's all it was. Um, Nobody Lost, uh, Nobody Lost, Nobody Found. I actually gave a two. Again, not terrible. And the last one, it's just humming and ambient noise, a, a zero. So this one, I gave it two scores. No one wants to hear that. They That actually kind of mm. sounded like them. Um, so I gave it two scores. I did one average grade with the songs that are just noise, and it was a 1.1. And with the st- sound, it becomes a 1.5. <laughs> so just based on having more there. You're a um, it, it's, I just don't get the 30-second outros each, sa- each time. It's just not my thing. I don't ever want to hear that 80s sound unless it's a song from the 80s. I used to make playlists that was just 80s music, and I made like eight albums just called Ass Cream Mix Volume 1. One through eight, and it was every song, every album had Steve Perry's "Oh Sherry" on it because that is like an, uh, a a solid one for me. Um, you always had "Come on Eileen," and these are songs I could laugh at and enjoy. I couldn't even find like fun in this to like make fun of. Like even with like "Modest Mouse," I can make fun of it and have fun. I was just miserable. You made me a miserable prick. That's just sad. Yeah, like why that. would you? Like this was be a fun show, and you're just gonna make people hate themselves. Well, so well, Rob's um, really good at that. On my recommendation, avoid cut copy in Ghost Colors. This is the first one I can say. Um, unless you like bad music, don't listen to it. So, Ralph. <laughs> okay, before I get to my review, the Austrian Death Machine is the name of the album. <laughs> it's by who? By who? Uh, I'm sorry, by the band. Oh, um, the band is called Austrian It's Death a singer Machine. from As I Lay Dying who is in jail for trying to murder yes, his wife. Yes, he set up a hit on his wife. Yes, it's a side project, and he sings poorly Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's a, I would love to listen to that. I've never I, heard I it, think but, I'm going to have to listen to some of that. Okay, we have to listen to it. I mean, to I got to say, entertaining. I'm, I'm a fan of the lead singer's uh, policies on how he treats his <laughs> wife, but... Uh, okay, we'll, we'll listen to the first album, either... Okay, choose we'll, the gonna, album you we'll, want. We'll probably Total take, Brutal, Double Brutal, this, or no, Triple No, you're not brutal. giving me an album that you never listened to. That's not okay. No, there's a side thing. Okay, then I'll figure it out. We'll talk on our break. Oh, so why don't we go into the movie that I gave you, which well, was Molly's Game. I'm glad that you hated my album. Because I fucking hated this movie. Why did you hate it? He didn't it? even watch it. it. No, I, I knew he watched it because his fiance told me they watched it last night. Um, I know it's critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. There was very little of this movie that I liked. Um, let me start with the good. You're the first person. I, I know a lot of people. So you're the first person oh, I've read, come across that I read the didn't reviews. like it. I read the reviews. I read a lot of it. Um, first thing, I know uh, Chastain. It's like considered her She's best great. role. 
Hated earner. I thought I was watching Jennifer Gardner. That's the performance oh, I thought she did. No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out, time out. No, no, no. Time out, time out. First of all, Jennifer Gardner looks like a horse. Jessica Chastain does okay. not look yes, like a horse. Yes, okay. That's my biggest horse thing. Horse face killer. Yeah. <laughs> so go on. You didn't okay. like Jessica Chastain. Um, I just couldn't stand it. She just when Okay, there's a scene where she gets beaten by um, an Italian, Italian mobster. mobster. Literally, I'm not going to say I was rooting for her to get beaten. But I felt nothing. I was like, well, maybe she shouldn't, you know, follow the rules. Maybe she should. Like, I wasn't. She was following the rules. That was the problem. Well, maybe she should have followed the mob's rules. Um, As if she wasn't already in legal trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I liked Elba as a lawyer. Uh, Idris Elba is one of the most criminally underappreciated actors out there today. There was one scene I liked in it, and it was a scene where he stood up for her while she was being interrogated by the uh, FBI. Oh, about Molly. Uh, Uh, That that was when he just rips into the lawyers. That was awesome. It goes over, like, you know, what she's doing. Did you like anything about the movie? That. Elba. Elba. That's crazy Kevin Costner's role was so heavy-handed i have daddy issues. but that's how it was written he shows that's the book i well the book sucks too see the movie sucked so i hated if, it if a hundred people say they like it and you're the one that doesn't what should we the, do with you oh this album was critically acclaimed. I, it wasn't critically acclaimed it was like critically this movie acclaimed. was it was it got good it's reviews got like an 80 on rotten tomatoes it's got good reviews it's not it, you know 99 it, when i looked up the I'm reviews not for the this, wrestler when I, when I was looking up the reviews on this on that album it was like good to uh, pretty good i didn't see any that were like overwhelming it got like an great. 8.5 on pitchfork which for pitchfork is like 11 out of 10 yeah but i also they review franz ferdinand and the killers positively and i don't ever want to i like franz ferdinand and the Killers. No, dude, I saw a Fra- lot of people do. No, no one likes Franz Ferdinand. If you saw him live, the guy forgot his own lyrics well, to him. the single "Take Me Out." He forgot the <laughs> lyrics. Like, if you're gonna remember the lyrics to one song, it shouldn't be the one that everyone there heard. Like, um, they were one of the worst. They were probably the worst live band I've ever seen. The scene where Kevin Costner just shows up when she's skating. Yeah, that I didn't like. I, that was the goofy. The what? Uh, the three minute psychology mm-hmm. breakdown. I, I did. That I did scene. like that scene. I liked. I didn't um, like him just showing up. He that roots was goofy. like all her issues and her daddy issues, which would be great except they barely allude to it like the first scene in like once or twice like in flashbacks for a few moments but they go over it the whole movie her issues with relationships and, then, like, and with men and the they, way they um, flashback throughout uh, elba and his, um, his daughter like that's supposed to be like kind of a parallel and yeah they, correct they, they never really expand on that yeah there were there were some loose things um, um the ending and i do understand it does mirror real life where like she gets off at the end with yeah. like a really you know correct. light sentence but it was so predictable. Of course, I it was definitely it coming. I knew the story, so I, you know, I had to. What did you think of uh, Michael Sarah as player? I thought he was awesome as he player. He was great, X. except he was out. Uh, he was out of the of movie course. twenty minutes. In. But how crazy is that? That's supposed to be fucking Tobey Maguire, which it makes sense. Fully believe Tobey Maguire hasn't done like anything movie wise. When's the last time you saw him in anything? He definitely burned bridges with the the shit he would talk to people. Um, when she's getting arrested, and she goes, uh. Bet on the favorite. Well, she's that, you, 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 no. There she was some. Up, he- there was some really heavy-handed it, stuff. For, if the movie was like a comedy or more lighthearted, like I'd be like, okay. But like they're trying to. It's a, supposed to be the serious role that I, I can agree on because it tried to be like um, Casino at times and like Goodfellas with the the mu- the music weaving in and out and taking serious things more lighthearted um, nonchalantly. When she's, when she's like randomly going into like she understands poker and they have to drive it in where she's going like you missed him on the river. Like we get it, you understand poker. It's the same thing. Jennifer Garner and Draft Pober? Pober. They're playing Pober. But don't you think this compared to Draft Day being like an actual autobiography and like a major, like a New York Times bestseller, I, a big thing that it has a little more validity to the thing? Because in I, the book, she had to explain I it. I didn't particularly enjoy the movie. I understand it. If it was a fake movie, 
I would hate it, but it's a real story that I feel like they they dropped it. Like, I really did not... Halfway through the movie, I paused it. I went to Courtney. I said, I really don't like this movie. Maybe I need to, like, reset my mind because I know a little bit of the Take story. Some medicine. Then tried to... <laughs> <laughs> tried to really like reset my mind in it, and I still hated it. I really did not like this that's, movie. That's stunning. It was like I said, it was a chore to get through. When it was over, I want. I'm not exaggerating. I went, Courtney. Hey, let's watch Draft Day. I want you to see Draft Day. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Well, I'm glad I enjoy Draft Day this, more than this. The was, this was this movie as disappointed as the second season of True Detective? Oh my god! I uh, didn't get past. The first I saw. I saw a great, a great tweet last night. Hold it's on, funny I that you, uh, you mentioned my laptop, the, but I'm listening. It's funny that you mentioned the second season of um, True Detective because with the the what's the right word for this the fuck up that J.R. Smith had last night and they go this still isn't the worst thing uh, J.R. Smith has done he once killed a guy in a car and he thinks the second season of True Detective is better than the first <laughs> I was like could you believe that with J.R. Smith last night I, I, I was texting actually you. you know what I can because I'm a Knicks fan yeah I can, so you, I can believe you saw it he did that once to them too he didn't know the score like how, do you like the, the amount of awareness you don't have how about this don't fight players in the middle of a playoff series that you're winning oh, I, jerk. I he came into when i wasn't working there anymore i know he came in or i wasn't working that night he came into best buy the one time and everyone was like he's exactly how you'd expect him to be but he's huge tall. yeah tall, yeah. trying tall, to lay the pipe. tall tattoos <laughs> um missing big shots so yesterday <laughs> taking games off when he back dribbled and time expired i went oh they won the game because i thought i was stupid that i forgot the score like People like people want to get on George Hill for missing that that second free throw. He should have like, made it. He should have made it to be sure. But he's George Hill. He's not like LeBron. That's not, if, a, that's if, not a mind fuck. He just no, missed the shot. It's, it happens. It's it, it's one thing if Dur like Durant really should have been the goat in that situation because he let J.R. Smith box him out and get that ball, and then all of a sudden he sees J.R. Smith running away. He must have been like. <laughs> also, this is this isn't a moral victory. I heard some people say, "Well, they played." The How well could you have no. a moral victory when no. you got blown out it's in the second deflating. half? I uh, it's it, whatever. It's so. Let me go back to my grade. Go back, go back. Yeah, okay. we're, we're So if it was a poker hand, pair of fives. Just a pair, not even a two pair? A pair of fives. Wow. That like, translates like to two out of stunning. five. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you finally hated one that I recommended. I really but I, I was hated waiting this for one. it to be one. Like when I was listening to the Cut Copy album, I said at one point to Greg, I was like, he gave me an album that he knew I would hate. I, and I didn't give it to you because I was like, oh, ha, no, the I, thought, I really I love that album. But I, I didn't think it was your taste. But I thought, you know what? I thought you did it just to piss me off. And I actually gave you this one thinking, because like I said, I know I've recommended this movie to a ton of people. Mm -hmm. And not a single person came back with anything but like it and, was really and good. And Courtney loved it. She yeah. loved the movie. I hate it. Maybe you're just a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> a feckless cunt. A feckless cunt. <laughs> hey, can you please apologize for that statement? I'm sorry. Okay, good. Because we so don't want to. We don't want to offend anyone. I got to bleep that out so, in post. So, <laughs> feckless cunt. Just put some like dub your own voice over him. <laughs> <laughs> Freckleless jerk. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. We both hated each other this week. Um, <laughs> I granted I had to hate you like multiple times because I listened to the album a bunch of times, but you oh. had to hate me for two and a half hours. And I in. I knew it was a movie that you because I've heard you talk about yeah, this movie, yeah. and I really I tried not to hate it. I really disliked the movie. I think you just have a problem with women in power. Yeah, you know you're right. <laughs> Doesn't he right. come off like that? He's the anti-feminist. Yeah, generation. he's a he's a real misogynistic prick. I um, thought they should change it so it was Kevin Costner in the lead role. You literally said your favorite scene was when she was getting beat up by the mobster. I did not say <laughs> that. Heard, Ken, did you hear? Play the audio back. 
See, he said it. <laughs> Let's go to the break. <laughs> so, Let's go to the break. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, um, it's funny that you brought up the Arnold Schwarzenegger band, and I said I wanted him to actually be in a band because I actually have a story here that it just came back to my mind that um, an actor is actually going to release an album, an actor that I, I personally love. And it was because they, I guess some executive saw him playing at like a random jazz lounge. Do you think a guess on what actor I'm going to say? Think about like like a serious guess on like someone okay, that's so a, my- a little eccentric Johnny Depp. He already does that. Ken, do you have a guess? Slightly eccentric. Yeah, he always kind of plays weird. He always kind of plays the same role in every movie. Johnny Depp. No. He plays Tim Burton dressed in black. I I know. You are right with that, but I'm going to go... I'm gonna go Steve Buscemi. Unfortunately, it's not Steve Buscemi. It is Jeff Goldblum is releasing a jazz album. He's apparently so in. He is the most jazz album guy I have. Dude, all in. So I am like the album is cover. It the fly. The album cover. <laughs> Goddamn rich content. <laughs> the wish. That's not from the fly. <laughs> I know. You're I'm throwing just throwing cut around a lot. <laughs> He's used it as more well we times should. in this show than the previous. <laughs> so what? Nice. The album cover should be the the one of him in Jurassic Park with his shirt unbuttoned, laying down. Wow. That that shit, dude. I love the original Jurassic. Park. I do too. I'm, I'm so happy he's going to be in the new one. But uh, I'm so down for a Jeff Goldblum jazz album. I'm all I will, in. Like if he does, like I think it's supposed to be like almost like a lounge style. But they're like he's a really good piano player and he's a really good singer. So that's one I'm very very excited for. Uh, what's your favorite Jeff Goldblum role? Like if you had one. I mean, I, I do love The Fly. The Fly is one of the best. Um, yeah, it's David Cronenberg. Visually, the, the... Fly is his best role. My favorite role has to be Independence Day. Oh, he saves that movie. He plays the same thing. In, he plays Jeff Goldblum mm. in every but movie. But I can't saves get Independence enough. Day. Independence Day is one of the greatest films ever created. It's one of the no. most important movies of all well, time. It is. Along this with movie, Twister. Independence Day and Twister are so important. They're, they're American classics. I mean, yes. if you don't like Independence Day... You're not American. You're not American. You're not American. So, um, very excited about Jeff. My personal Jeff Goldblum movie, uh, it it probably is to fly. I really I like him when he's on Tim and Eric when he does Tim and Eric awesome. I do show. like that he does weird things like that. I like that he kind of just plays into the weirdness of Jeff Goldblum. He also seems I, I was like, actually gonna go with the Lost World, Jurassic Park, <laughs> the I second hate one. That one. That I actually like three more than I two. agree one hundred percent. I um, actually like you're gonna you're gonna hate this. I like three better than Jurassic World. No, I, I like, like Jurassic I like Jurassic World a lot more. I didn't hate Jurassic World. I just didn't. Particularly Jurassic like World it. felt like it was trying to be its own movie while paying homage to the original and the scene with Jimmy Buffett actually running from Margaritaville with two margaritas <laughs> in his hand alone makes that movie perfect I, the last, you know, and Jurassic- I like I like Bryce Dallas Howard I like Chris Pratt so I thought and Vincent D'Onofrio was is always awesome and again Jurassic World I didn't hate it I just didn't love it like it was Ju- just okay I, the thing that people forget when they're comparing like Jurassic Park Jurassic World Jurassic Park 3 I went out of order there but Jurassic Park 3 no had, you didn't oh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park Lesson 3 had no fun whatsoever it was just dark and moody and it didn't even look they added in weird dinosaurs on another island no one knew about i'll tell you this which i did like about it, though they did break from the formula with a small group of people it's not like the what in jurassic park Jura- 3 jurassic park 3 it's just a yeah. small group they're trying to escape See, i thought the thing that was cool about jurassic world is actually seeing the park operating and shit going down then and the fact that they brought back the old T-Rex and that it was an idea of actually like training these things because they're yeah. gro- they they went with the genesis of the original with uh, B.D. Wong from the original being in it. Completely agree. I mean, I thought it was really good, except the ending. I did not like that stupid fucking fish dinosaur. Oh, the, the megalodon. <laughs> oh, look, I'm a huge fucking Where shark. it saves the day, the megalodon. Can you yeah. do that again? What's that? Your Why? Shark okay, impression? his shark impression is your grow how voice, which is also your play voice. <laughs> I'm a big stupid fucking shark. Yeah. Ah! So, but you 
like you did like you did like Jurassic World? World? I thought it was good. It was entertaining. I mean, it was it was be- I thought it was the best sequel for sure. Better than two, The Lost World and three. The Lost World is yeah. the worst of yeah. all of them. I think it's weird. So I hated The Lost World the first few times I saw it, and I watched it again not that long ago, and I didn't hate it as much because there were some cool parts to it. But overall, the movie sucks. Like as soon as they get into the city, it just takes a stupid, that's, goofy turn. That's and what his, loses me. His random black daughter that there's no explanation for. Does she come back? No, she comes back in Jurassic World. He's on in court talking well, about it. Life finds a way, and she's like, "I haven't seen you in years, Dad." In wait, front wait. Of court. So, do you know what's that? The... Like the random black kid in the back of the Honda Odyssey commercial yes, that... from a couple years ago. <laughs> it might be. Wait, do you know what the original plot of Jurassic? Uh... Park, um, Jurassic World, you mean? No, well, it was Jurassic Park Four originally, with the the, the dinosaurs knew how to shoot guns. The Jura- they were like a human dinosaur hybrid driving a they bus trained, full of guns. They trained them how to use like r- rocket launchers and machine guns. Ken's jaw is on the ground. He wants right to see now. that movie. Fuck yeah! yeah dude. Like that needs to be one of those sci-fi movies. And, and Jeff Goldblum has to be in that. Dinosaur World with Guns, the yeah. sci-fi movie. Like, this is just a, natural evolution. Part, he goes, life finds a way, then... <laughs> you know the scene with us? <laughs> yes, that is the fucking... <laughs> the, the, the water on the glass... He starts, walks into a high school. <laughs> the water in the... <laughs> <laughs> That's the, brutal. The water in the glass starts, like, vibrating, like, kind of like an homage to the first movie. He goes, they have guns now. <laughs> and, then the, and then you see the, the fucking T-Rex walking up with a minigun. <laughs> Arnold's in it. He's got a minigun. They just they just go, let's just blow our budget. Fuck it. And, yeah, and like, then, then the next one, Jurassic Park 5, Rise of the Mammals. This is oh, five. Little rodents this is five. Handguns. This is five. Jurassic World 2 would be five, isn't it? Well, in theory. I mean, we were talking about five. No, we're talking about the, the, the new what time. Oh, the spinoff, the movie that didn't happen. Yeah. The mammals. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> the mammals. The mammals <laughs> rise. Oh, you could do a crossover, Planet of the Apes. And Jurassic Park. Guys, guys, guys. We, movie. we are Mic drop. Who's going to finance? I'll write, the, I'll write the script. We're starting to GoFundMe I'm or Kickstarter. So we're going to have, it's going to be called um, Rise of the Jurassic Apes. And it's, it's gonna, like the title of our show. It's going to star Jurassic. Yeah, it's going to star. <laughs> it's going to star Jeff Goldblum. Um, who else can we get? We need uh, not. I don't need people that were in the movie. Chris, uh, Crispin, uh, Chris, uh, Crispin Glover. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Um, I, I don't care if he died in the first one. I need Samuel Jackson back just to say, hold on to your butts. And you know, throw but Newman all, back but, too. But in our movie, yeah, he's, not he's, doing gonna, anything. he's gonna pull Samuel Jackson and say, hold on to your butts, motherfucker. Yeah, like we have to have it like that. So Keenan, um, Keenan's got to be in it. Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Diesel. Vin Diesel. Um, oh, it, Triple X saves the fucking day. Xander Cage yes! saves the day in Rise and of the Jurassic Apes. Rise of the Jurassic Apes. so cool. Apes. And then The Rock comes in on the gorilla at the last and then, scene. And then, and then Pierce Brosnan surfs in on a tidal wave. We can die another day. <laughs> okay. We can raise about $30,000 in finances. Right, so th- you heard it here first on episode six of You Watch. 30, you Watch, I Listen on June 1st, 2018. Coming out in two years is going to be Rise of the Jurassic Apes. We're doing it all for $30,000. So, <laughs> Ralph, did you have any other... <laughs> Any other stories you wanted okay, to talk about? Actually, this is a good segue. And no scripts this week, it's right? It's not a story. No, no, I do have another surprise, but it's later in the Wonderful. show. Wonderful. I was thinking, this is a good segue. All the humans are dead. A meteor comes and it just kills the humans. All the other animals are like fine. Us too? Who like when we survive? No, no, we're all dead. All the humans are dead. Who is our successor? What is the animal that takes over the for cockroach. us? Cockroach. No, the cockroach. No. Keith Richards. Keith Richards, he survived. <laughs> Wait, time, I need to pause. 30 minute cooler beer time. Cooler beer? 30 minutes. Oh. Tradition. This is a good topic. We're not dropping it. The animal talk topic. Um, you're getting a big bud. This bud's for you. <laughs> Don't. 
chug it this time, Ralph. No. All right, guys, crack open the cooler beer, please. Do it in the mic obnoxiously. Ah. Oh. So, Ooh, again, if this is the first episode you're listening to, these beers have been in this cooler since January, and the, the cooler has been in this garage since January. They're getting rough. That's delicious. Okay. Oh, yeah. I did a Bud Light. They did Bud. If I was doing a Bud, I would not feel well. So, um, what were you about to say, Ralph, okay. before we switch to cooler so, beer? Seriously, if we go away, what animal becomes the next humans? Like, we're the sequel. The Jurassic Ooh. World of humans. <laughs> mm, um... I mean, I think it's got to be an ocean animal. An ocean animal. Okay. What if the meteor hits the ocean? No, no. It just okay. The event just kills humans. All right. Al Qaeda and the Russians and boom, so, we're all dead. So it's not Judgment Day. Sky, not Skynet just, didn't go live. Yeah, just, <laughs> humans are gone. We okay. Went, human, the just humans are gone. Away. Okay. It's like this is the end. This is the end. The what leftovers. is the animal that becomes okay? Top of the. I'm the, I'm, I'm I'm the humans now. Um, the grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. The grizzly bear. Why? Um, it's just a matter of semantics. It, it has an attitude. It's aggressive to begin with. That's not semantics. It's, it's it, tomato, tomato. Um, <laughs> it the claws are like razors. What animal can you see going toe to toe with a grizzly bear in its element? I mean, ultimately, if this event happens, the the vegetation is going to take over. They're going to have to go into uh, different conditions where they can survive more. The grizzly bear will take over, one hundred percent. See, I like this idea. However, what is more terrifying than a pack? Of rabid squirrels, they got the numbers. They got the numbers. Uh, squirrels with a hive mind. I don't ever see more than four or five squirrels together. Yeah, so what kind scared. of pack are we talking about? I mean, like the Mel Gibson pack, like the kind he talks about. Or <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mm. <laughs> I have to go there. Um, no, I, I a squirrel. Listen, a, a group of squirrels together. But squirrels are so scared. They don't. Yeah, because they, humans are going. Bah, 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 all but, day. but they're not. But even with other animals, they're not natural aggressors. You need an animal that is an aggressor well, they if they're to- going to take over and establish dominance. This is what it's about. If there is no class order of us at the top of the food chain it is going to be the aggressive animal see i feel like there's no apex predator that's going to come out see we're the apex predator now yeah that's correct. all we are right and we've been for a long time exactly but di- here's the thing the dinosaurs thing had gonna... a long reign like they did have a long reign like we're what we're took the over... sequel to the dinosaurs what's next they had a long reign but not all of them were apex predators that's true Okay. Well, there's not all apex people. And, so, and let's be fair here. A lot of dinosaurs did survive. Birds are dinosaurs. Um, Alligators are dinosaurs. Okay, you know, I don't need to Turtles. Bullshit. It's not. Yeah, you're right. It's Megalodon. The Meb. <laughs> the, the the shark at the end of Jurassic World. Well, but sure. So what, Ralph? You're you're disputing our theories. What animal do you think will take over in the event of the human? He's gonna say otter. He's always no, extinction. it's not the otter. That's only when we're thinking of an animal. I if he says otter anyway, I'll be so mad. The Dolphin. Wrong! The dolphin? The dolphin. Oh, I. you know what? I'm on board with this one. Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> They're so intelligent. They can finally swim around without stupid propellers. Jason, Jason Taylor. <laughs> Zach Thomas. <laughs> Chris Chambers. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tim Bowens. The dolphin. R- Randy McMichael. You root for a fish. <laughs> no, I root for a mammal, stupid. It might as well. It's, you know what it is? It's a fish plus. It's... <laughs> It's an enhanced. It's the, it's an enhanced fish. <laughs> it's an expansion pack so to the I, fish. I, I, the, I, here's the problem with dolphin, though. They, they only rule in the seas. That's true. They can now build... there are river dolphins. Oh. Now this this adds a new element to it. I've never heard about a river dolphin. The Yangtze they got them in the Amazon. 
Interesting. Well, I mean, what would does is there any creature in the Amazon that beats the river dolphin? Like, can a piranha, a pack of piranha, would they fuck up? A, I would think they would fuck I'm, up a dolphin. No, but I mean, I'm pretty sure a pack of anything really will fuck but up. But I a think thing. with enough time, they'll start building dolphin houses and dolphin. With weapons. what? What are you going to build it with? Coral. Coral. Isn't that the shark? A coral. A coral. So I, coral. I listen. If we're talking, okay. So this is where I think you can't. By the way, we have brought up sharks like eight different I, times. I don't. Today. This is our Shark Week. Shark um, Week. I don't think you can. I, I don't think you have the right to say dolphins because you specifically stated when humans go extinct. And by saying humans being extinct, you're talking about where we dominate. We dominate on on the land. We're land species. So you really do have to go with a land species. The dolphin is not a land species. Okay. So what do you okay. have? Okay, land animal. Let's be fair here. Okay. I mean, really, the sea is the last frontier for the humans. Yeah, but you know, the true. sea, the reason the dolphins don't reach their it's potential... It's the final frontier. Is, it's the last no. frontier. Our dumbasses keep putting them in tuna cans. I, it's delicious, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love some dol- oh. non-dolphin how, safe tuna. When you and nutrition. When you see yes. an endangered species, protein. how badly do you want to eat it? Oh, I, I want to eat I a see, condor I, so bad. I, there's nothing so more. Bad. If I ever became like a Make-A-Wish kid, <laughs> I want to go hunting for an endangered species, like a bald eagle or a, giant, a, holiday. Like a giant panda. Like So we'll just look for Micah, and we'll just snipe him out, like or dump flesh-eating fish into a public swimming pool. Like Those are my wishes these on my deathbed. Li- these are very bad wishes. <laughs> Why is it bad? I just want to shoot a bald eagle. I, I want to... I wanna Endangered anymore? They're not. They're no, not, they're off the list. Then why can't I go and shoot one right now? Go America. Fire. That's when's the last time you seen a bald eagle just chilling? Me and Caitlin saw a bald eagle over the summer. Actually. Bullshit. No, I I will get the landlord shortly if you'd like me to confirm this. But we did see a bald eagle oh, not that whatever, long ago. Who cares? So you're so go to a land animal. What is your land animal? This is your subject, and you have not given us a proper answer. I am more inclined to agree with the pack of squirrels over your fucking bullshit. Okay. I still think the grizzly bear wins, but the African elephant. Ooh, the big elephant. and smart and very very smart. And the other thing they that, live long. The other huge thing, shits. The other th- huge shits. So huge you can shits. Just shit on your uh, your opponent. Renewable energy. <laughs> the other thing that they, they they have that other species will not have tusks. It, it, not just tusks, but elephants are so intelligent they actually have empathy. So they would be able to get allies on their side. Yeah. Something. I, I and would, then betray them. And then betray them when it suits them. So I I'm still gonna go with my grizzly bear. Um, because I saw the Revenant and I saw what that thing did to Leo, and that was a real bear. So uh, elephants would be my number two. Squirrels have to finish in last. Ken, Aww. you you are a man of the squirrels. Wait, I just got an idea. Okay, what's your idea? An aquatic gorilla. In a, yes. So it's. <laughs> the, oh, it's, I got another See, movie really idea. Forgot, I got really another. forgot was we need some sort of reptile or amphibian because we need to conquer both. Oh, oh. that's true. Yeah. So a reptile or amphibian. A beaver. Isn't that a mammal? A beaver? It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Beaver. It is. But they're they're at home in the water and on that, land. That is true. That's a good point. They can flood all the other animals so, out. So Ooh, you're telling planning. me it should be a megalodon? He's all- <laughs> enough about the megalodon. My, my uncle's screen name on AIM Forever was Megalodon because he was obsessed with it. <laughs> Wait, his name wasn't Don and it was Megalodon? No, it was no. his name was Paul. My He's my Uncle Paul. Yay. Yay. And I, I'm banned from his restaurant. <laughs> Shit. Paul's place. So um, we, we, I guess basically, let's hear what you guys have to say. In the event the humans were extinct, what animal would take over the land? 
um, which is going to bring me to a subject. This is something actually I saw um, trending on Twitter, and yep. I thought this would be interesting because we did just talk about sports a little bit with the NBA. But I don't know if you guys. I know Ralph, you're not that active on Twitter. Ken, I don't know if you're really on Twitter. Nope. Um, there was something going around with like everyone was doing this. We, was, we have real lives. It was no, you don't. Um, it was I your, definitely don't. Your favorite <laughs> athlete for each of these individual sports, and it was interesting to see what some of these people came up with. And um, I I went two ways. Like, I, am I including Dolphins and Mets in this, or am I going to go like across? You got you to gotta take your team. Yeah, out. I thought so. So the first one in the NBA, who's your favorite athlete of all time? If you have an answer, I don't want dead silence. Okay, so if okay. If you have an answer, quick. I'll jump in. Is it all time? Like, all time. Can it be all like a historical? Figure? If you, if he's your favorite player that you ever watched anything on, oh, I'm okay. fine so with that. So it has to be someone that I, I saw. I kind of went with people Smush I saw or I saw a lot of. Uh, I've, I know a lot about Smush Parker. Smush Parker. No, uh, that's not my answer. So who is it? I need to think. I, I put, really. I, my favorite is Dirk Nowitzki. I love Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk's good. Dirk would be my favorite player. You know, he won a championship with the team. He. I love a player that where it becomes like uh, it was kind of like John Elway at the end of his career. Career. It's like a, an odyssey to win a championship finally, I I, and he's one of the best. He's probably one of the best pure shooters you'll ever see, especially at seven see, feet. See, with the NBA and being a Knicks fan, I really don't have anybody that I can choose from. Yeah, my it's, own team. It's hard so for you. It's really good because I can use somebody else. All right, I'm gonna go big game, Rob. Robert Ory. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. I, I had not seen anyone post that one. Which brings us to Ralph. Ralph, come on, NBA. I think I'd go. Um, I have two. Uh, Paul Pierce. Okay, I just I, I like I like Paul Pierce. I like Paul Pierce. Fucking animal of a player. Great player. But Probably I just mean that he's a dog. He's a yeah, fucking no. dog, which is what I like. He if he was a baseball player, he'd be uh, Trot Nixon. Trot Nixon. <gasps> oh, I love. Trot oh, Nixon. you hate him too. That's right. All right. So uh, if and not Paul Pierce, too. Rasheed Wallace. Oh, I did. Love, I, love I love Rasheed. I loved. I, I, don't like. I like Ben Wallace a lot too. I was a fan ben of both Wall of them. Ben Wallace's career just hit a nosedive so, out of nowhere. So we'll go. We'll, I want to go through these because there's a bunch. Uh, NFL. Who's your favorite? I, I went I went with the doll I went Zach Thomas he's my favorite he was just an animal linebacker borderline Hall of Fame career guy was a fifth round draft pick um, when he retired he had more tackles than any linebacker in the Hall of Fame um, who so, did you choose again I'm sorry Zach Thomas Zach Thomas I I loved Zach Thomas it was it was tough between him Jason Taylor um, and going back to like so older guys I don't want to do my team so I'm gonna okay take... if I if I wasn't doing my team it's Peyton Manning Peyton Manning. personally but what who so who would you guys have for your favorite NFL player. I mean, if I was going to do my own team, it's I Eli. Would, Eli, it is. It has I didn't to be. Think Why it was would it be? It's got no, Eli. It was going. It was going through this year, and when he actually sat, and, and then I you're was like, like, I love I was this like guy. Really upset about it. Yeah, and that's I'm not even. Like, a this is the first fan. time I was legitimately upset. Like this cooler beer sport. sucks, by the way. Yeah, this is a rough one. <laughs> it's actually really delicious. <laughs> oh. So, um, Eli Manning, Ralph. Eli Manning would be my Giants. I, I, mean, I think that's what you kind of have to go with. I mean, I guess you could go Strahan because he's. It would either be Strahan or Eli, but I gotta go. Eli. What about non-giant? Non-giant. I think Joe Thomas. Okay, that's, a, that's I, just, a, I like that one. That's a, I that's a like good one. a guy who doesn't give up any play. Like he, when he finished his career, like when his career started to the moment it ended, he didn't miss a single play. And that's I like fair. that. That's fair. I like an offensive lineman who shows up every day, gives you, you know, what twelve Pro Bowls in a row or yeah, something insane yeah. like that. I love Joe Thomas. That might be my next what jersey about purchase. Ken for you as a non-giant. Steve McNair. Oh, that's, Ooh, really that's Steve strong. McNair. Uh, Aaron McNair was my dude. I loved watching McNair play. Either McNair or, um, it's hard, man. When you think about oh, it. Oh wait, really I need is. to change my answer. What I forgot about a really. Can you continue? Oh, he's gonna say Joe Webb. I know it. <laughs> Joe Webb. <laughs> Seneca Wallace. Yeah. 
he, I always made him my backup in Madden. And one year, my he's start, got this weird Seneca Wallace thing. I don't know why he got my. This is why. No, I do know why. My starting quarterback got injured, so I had to roll with Seneca Wallace my whole franchise, and I ended up winning the Super Bowl with Seneca Wallace. So I've rooted for him ever since, and he's been terrible. Has he been in the league? Anymore? I don't think so. I think he's been in the league for like a decade. I don't think so. I wish he took a knee years ago, so I didn't have to like him so much. <laughs> he wouldn't have a job. <laughs> yeah, the other one, the other one for me was Junior Seau. Oh, oh I love Junior. So man. I, I love Junior. I had a long time where I hated him because of his stupid retire with the Dolphins. Then I'm going to go to the Patriots, and then I'm going to retire again. Then I'm going to come back with the Patriots, and then I'm going to, you know, it, it's. But he was amazing. He it was, was the a, first jersey I ever bought. He was. I, a I had fuck. his Chargers jersey. I remember I one of my favorite Junior Seau memories. Did you get was, the blood it was on. On Ma- <laughs> that's the car, dude. On on Madden 03. Oh, that's right. Remember when he drove his car off the Madden? Yeah, the first time, and he's like, it was just an accident. Um, one of my favorite Junior Seau stories, it was on Madden 03. You know what they always did? In the be- it's always still EA Sports. Um, it's in the game. Yeah. And they would do sometimes where it was like players on the field saying it. EA Sports, it's in the game. They go to Junior Seau. Junior Seau was a stupid son of a bitch. He goes, EA Sports, you're the game. And they go, no, Junior, let's try again. EA Sports, it's your game. And it's like four times, and then finally he gets it. Wait, is it better than Michael Jordan trying to do the, uh, is it in you? Oh, is my it God. No. In you? It, well, at least, like, he was okay with them fucking with him there. Jordan does not like anyone giving him shit ever. He's earned that he, right. Him and Charles Barkley aren't friends anymore because Barkley was critical of his front office moves. Like, Barkley criticizes everyone. Changing my NBA pick to Charles Barkley. I <laughs> yeah, dude, love Charles dude, Barkley. Dude, when he went, when he got post NBA career, I didn't one of care my, for him when he was a player. But, but he's great. Dude, one of my favorite stories when he got busted by the cops and he had a hooker in the car and he straight up said to the the female officer, he goes, "Honestly, I was just going around the corner to get a blowjob." Is what he says. He's like nothing, nothing beats the Miguel Cabrera story. When he got pulled over oh during spring my. training, oh with a bottle my. of Johnny Walker Blue. And he took a sip before he got out of the car. <laughs> the cops like, "Have you been drinking, sir?" One. Johnny Walker blew down a hatch. <laughs> so um, wait, wait. I want to change my answer. Uh, you can't and keep it, changing it. I, so, I only changed okay, it. Once. So what is it? Oh, uh, Rich Gannon. Oh, that's a good one. I love Rich Gannon. Um, all right. So the next one is NCAA football. Um, I I have to go with it because this is someone that loves the bad guy. I loved Brian Bosworth. Brian Bosworth was the biggest motherfucker. And also now there won't be Ricky Williams because in college that Ricky Williams was a goddamn animal. Um, but there's been guys recently I like I loved watching Johnny Manziel play. Like, how could you not enjoy watching him play football in his prime? And, and which his prime was like two years. I'm but. uh I'm not going against my uh, Michigan fan. Denard, um, Denard, Denard, Denard Robinson. I love Denard Shoelace. Right. He would th- he would complete two passes and rush for 400. Yeah, yards. it was ridiculous. And what about you, Ken? Um, as a Notre Dame fan. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> um, hmm. I was there for Charlie Weiss's last game. I was on the field. Oh, I mean, I was on the field. Isn't he still getting game. paid by them? So he hasn't had a last game yet, technically. It's true. <laughs> I was so happy when he. Who has out. a longer contract? Him or Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> the Mets are still playing Brett Saberhagen too. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. The Yankees are paying A Rod to like 2028. A Rod's a whole famer. No, but there's. It's crazy if you actually look at the list of teams that are still paying players that haven't been with the team in years. No one's with him, Bonilla though. No, dude. There's ones that are worse than Bonilla. Like literally, you can look up the story. There's a, almost every team has. A guy they're paying for like the next ten years that were like as simple as utility players. The Bonilla one, it's just it's just the Mets, so it's really fun to pile. Does on. that count against your luxury tax? No, not against a luxury oh, tax. Okay. It does not. But wh- who who's your NCAA? You know, I'm actually not going to go Notre Dame on this one. Ooh. Oh, you're not going to go Manti Teo? I'm not going to go his girlfriend. <laughs> Hi, Manti. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Daddy. I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go with a controversial pick because he's not good in the NFL. Okay. I loved watching RG3 in college. Oh. oh. It's so – he was great in college. I, it's so hard to say that he wasn't good in the NFL because injuries just, just killed him. Because yeah. his rookie year, he was – spe- he's right. the backup on the Ravens right now. Um, Comeback season. Yeah, no, Lamar Jackson's going to beat him out. Um, so that's a good one, though. What about NCAA basketball? I went um, – I admittedly, I don't watch a ton of college basketball, but I loved – J.J. Redick. I was all about fucking J.J. Redick and college. He was a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one, this one I really I, There's a couple I'd I'm going Christian Leitner just because of the... Do- the and how much everyone hated him. That's what love, I, that's, dude, love how, that. That's, I love that one. I almost picked him just based on that and the same thing with uh, Brian Bosworth. Like, Bosworth was also... That was a good documentary. The too. Bosworth one was great. I'm going all right. I'm another Michigan guy. All right. Weber! Oh, my God. Chris Weber. All right. What about MLB? Now, are you going to go with the pick of your one of your Yankees or all-time I, I can't go with my favorite player all-time. Who's that? I'm going to go Ken Griffey Jr. That's a good Love one, man. I, Jr. I can't. He was almost mine. I can't disagree with that. He, every kid wanted to be, uh, that's near our age, wanted to be Ken Griffey Jr. I had Ken Griffey Jr. cleats throughout my entire, like, I had the N64 Ken Griffey Jr. video games. All of them. I have a Pittsburgh Pirates team that has not lost a game in three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Ralph? Um, you know, it's re- I never really thought about it, but when you said it, this name came in my head. Craig Biggio. I love Biggio. I know you and I have an argument. No, about I, the whole... we've never, I don't th- I think he's oh, I think he should be a Hall of Fame. No, I'm sorry, I'm thinking my uh, friend from college. Listen, anyone with 3,000 hits should be in the Hall of Fame, including guys like the Pirates. Guy who can play, who can catch, and then play second base. Yeah, and both outfield, at, then both, come back. Both to really second. at Hall. F- all, all the positions he played, he really played now, at Hall. Of Fame if I, I went with, I went with a guy on my own team. I had to go Piazza because in our youth, being a Mets fan, he was just. It was like him, and I loved, I loved Robin Ventura. I love Edgardo. That's not the Piazza. You go, you go Marlins Piazza. No, I'm not going Marlins Piazza for two days. Um, <laughs> but if I had to pick a player that wasn't a Met, it probably is Albert Pujols for me. I, it's just watching him, and even though we had the Mets and the Cardinals always had some weird fucking rivalry. That didn't make any sense. The, the MLB, my list, I could go on for yeah, hours. Yeah, there's so many. Like it's Gwen, a, like Tony Gwen. It's comes such a to tough mind. Tony Gwen, Nolan Ryan. I, I hate oh, the Braves, but Greg Maddox, I loved watching pitch. Yeah. Like favorite, favorite Yankee during your lifetime. Yeah, that's a good one. <sighs> this is really tough. When I was a little kid, Bernie Williams was my guy. He's gonna say Eduardo Nunez. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Soho. Yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> Richie Sexton. My current... <laughs> Richie's... Oh. Jose Canseco. Xavier Nady. Mike Jacobs. Xavier Nady. <laughs> Curtis Pride. <laughs> he, Corey Lytle. Cor- Curtis Flight. Curtis, Curtis Pride doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> right, so who, favorite, Yan- favorite Yankee in your lifetime? Um, I It's really rough. There's so many... I, I might go Mariano. I, I think that's a great one to pick. He's it is. he's is it's he like the, a hack answer. It's like saying that so, your favorite Zeppelin song "Stairway to Heaven." So but is, is he the Mariano Rivera, the only guy in professional sports of the major leagues of all the major organizations that you can say is definitively far and away without question the greatest ever at his position? When I'm talking, you could talk quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, point guards, shooting guards. There's centers. only one other position that compares. Ray guy for punters. I don't even. I don't. I don't even want to compare positions. I'm just talking the greatest of all time in his position, yeah, and there's is. no one even comparable. The only one comparable for his position would be Ray guy as punters, because yeah, it's Ray I guy, then an ocean, and then and every, the everyone else. Yeah. But I think Mariano. He's the only for a position that matters. He's the only one I can think of that is the clear cut greatest at his position. Um, and I, it's not fair to Ray guy, but I don't hold the punter in the same regard that I do a closer. Agree entirely. Yeah, yeah. So, and I love Ray guy, but. Um, I I'm down with Mariano. 
Um, what about I, this one? I couldn't answer because I don't give a fuck. Uh, NHL. <sighs> Who cares? The king. Henry. Oh uh, wait, the king. Wait, what king? King of what? King of not winning Stanley Cup. Ah, that's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I don't know. I would jogger because he's been playing. I'll, for I'll just years. say because I went to his retirement game, Scott Stevens, because he was a mean son of a bitch from what <laughs> I saw. But I don't care enough. So he's a good player. Um, now you guys don't. I don't know if you follow it like I do. But what about like combat sports, MMA, boxing? Ooh, uh, Ca- uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy. That's a good one. A lot of people like Cowboy Cerrone. Ken, do you follow it enough? Oh, I love Kimbo's blood. <laughs> His heart didn't love him much. <laughs> um, do you have an actual answer? Or? Um, I don't really follow it that much, but if I had to go with anyone when I was actually watching it, I liked... Uh, Mike Tyson. No. Um, Bones Jones. Okay, yeah, I love John Jones. Uh, my favorite is Anderson Silva. Um, and the last one, this one, I know what Ralph's answer is going to be, but professional wrestling. Ralph, go. Diesel. Diesel. Do you have a favorite all-time professional wrestler in any? If, if you watch at any point in your life, I love the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior says, um, "For me, it's Shawn Michaels always." So I thought that was a fun little exercise. But Ralph, what are you doing right now? Because you put down the a, mic and so you, you have a, a I have a little, I have a little surprise for everyone. It, that looked like is that a, a show me what that is. That is the thing that we talked about last week with Taylor. The thing that you said you didn't... Uh, the watermelon have roll. A watermelon roll. So are we going to eat this watermelon roll? I have a challenge for us. What's the challenge? You guys choose to accept? Yeah, I'm down. I always I'm here. the challenge. The three of us. What? This thing weighs... Um, <laughs> oh, they do it by liquid. <laughs> Apparently it's two quarts. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a two quart watermelon so cake. So, do we have to finish it before the end of the episode? Damn straight. All right, this thing put it right four here. hours. We're doing it. Let's put it right here. So, while we're on that, um, a couple other things. I also want you to give a review on the flavor. Okay. Um, now, Ralph, we talked about this recently, um, and I think after I talk about this, we'll go into our picks for next week as we're eating. Um, so, they were remaking The Crow. They were going to remake The Crow with that fucking. You like The Crow, Ken? I mean, the original was... (laughs) Yeah, Brandon Lee. I love the original. I don't think it needs to be remade. I I think it's timeless when you watch it. It, It's not dated. I don't disagree. And they were were cast in um, Jason Moma, the guy that plays Khal Drago on Game of Thrones, who is like a bodybuilder size, which is not the size of the crow. He was in the first season or two um i did i don't know if you watch game of thrones but he's in the first two call drago from game of thrones yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, that does not look like what the crow should look no. like he's supposed to be a scrawny looking dude a martial arts type not a fucking professional wrestler um and the crow reboot was officially canceled as of yesterday and i am fucking thrilled because i've been against this being remade and especially once i saw that that cocksucker jason momo was playing him because it it I remember seeing that when I was young, and I was like one of my favorite movies right away, and I still watch it once or twice a year. And you pick a guy with zero charisma who just has a look, who plays the worst superhero of all time, Aquaman. Are you leaking that cake everywhere? Leaking it. Is Leak. it melted? It's. Okay. Yeah. Oh, rip off the top and keep that's, it. Yeah, put weird. it down. Okay. Ralph is a fucking idiot. Like wow. this is supposed to be a radio show, and I have to sit here and do a play-by-play. So he opened up the box, and then he tried oh. taking the cake out. But he, little did he tell you, he left the cake in this. Um, that's why he's measured in liquid. He, he left it in the Attack Move studio for the last hour, where it's about seventy-five degrees, and it's a fucking ice cream cake. So Attack now, Move's cha. So now we have to eat this whole fucking thing throughout the course of an episode. You I'm have gonna, to tell me. The, I'm doing my first. Flavor. My first thing. It tastes like, remember when the ice cream man came along and you got those um, like character ice cream pops? That's exactly what it tastes like. With a gumball as a nose or an eye, 
That's what it tastes like. It is, sure about it. Yeah, it's not particularly good. It's great. What are these chocolate chips? Is the watermelon seeds? I'm assuming. Yes, they are. It's all right. I don't. All right, so we're gonna eat this whole thing. Oh yeah. my god. All right, so let's um, while we're eating, let's jump into our. And I'm sorry, this is gonna, this makes terrible audio having to hear us eat ice cream. They love um, it. Let's go into our picture next week. Spaghetti. So Ralph, I don't remember, but I'm just gonna go first and give you a movie. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna. I have not given you like an action movie yet, have I? I know that. Yeah, the Prestige wasn't really action. That um, wasn't an action movie at all. <laughs> so, um, we talked about this with Josh a couple weeks ago. Um, a Tom Cruise movie. Edge of Tomorrow is what I'm giving you. Edge of Tomorrow. Did you see Edge of Tomorrow? I have seen Edge of Tomorrow. What did you think of it, Ken? Um, I thought it was a feckless cunt. <laughs> <laughs> see, and I'm the one saying cunt a lot. Um, did you like it, though? It was all right. I was, well, admittedly, this is terrible audio. Admittedly, I'm a fan of Tom Cruise movies, nom, nom, nom. but my belly hurts. We got to clean off this fucking table too, because there's fucking cake everywhere. It's good. Um, so Edge of Tomorrow. Premise of it is there's it's almost like a, a Starship Troopers type premise. There's aliens that came to Earth or whatever, and Tom Cruise is part of like um, the, the branch of the military that handles media and goes on the news. He doesn't mm-hmm. actually see battle, but they have some type of disagreement, and he actually gets thrown into battle. And he goes into war, and something happens where he gets killed, but he comes back the next day, and the same thing all over again. Groundhog Day? It's a sci-fi version of Groundhog Day. It's highly entertaining. Emily Blunt is in it. Bill Paxton is in it. Uh, very well done movie. They're making a sequel to it right now. Um, got great reviews. It didn't do Edge great. Edge of yesterday. Edge of yesterday. Yeah. Edge of the day after tomorrow, and there's a big hurricane, and Al Gore endorses it. We are not doing any damage to them. No, and it's not that good. You know, it's I pretty can, poor. I I over exaggerate. I mean, go give you, it. Go thank you, Ralph. Ralph yeah, give me get rid diabetes. of it. Go give it. We're not go offer the girls some. They're going to eat it with just our. Go offer the girls some. Our our other host of you watch I listen is going to go take care of this because this was a, a terrible terrible <laughs> idea. It's not that good, and you got to clean off this fucking table too, you right. feckless cunt. <laughs> get out of so, here so we can make fun of you. So, um, I saw I saw Edge of Tomorrow in the theater. Um, I w- like I said, I really really like Tom Cruise action movies specifically, like the Mission Impossible series. I fucking love, and I think they get better with each movie. Um, the, Sorry, brain freeze. No, yeah, dude. I th- this was terrible. Uh, do me a favor, grab some paper towels behind you just to fucking wipe this garbage down. <laughs> this was stupid. This thing sucked. Dude, this watermelon roll. It's called a. It's not even called a watermelon cake. It's called a watermelon roll. And I'd like to add that this is what Ralph disputed with me last week when I said that I think the Snickers ice cream bar is the ideal uh, summer ice cream treat. And he said watermelon roll. It's no cookie puss, that's for sure. A cookie puss is very good. Also, I love a good chip witch. A chip witch is fantastic. Chip witch is the shit. A chip witch is the shit. Um, but I am a huge, huge fan of the Snickers ice cream bar. Um, and Ralph disputed with me saying that the watermelon roll is the superior product, which I highly, highly dispute. I mean, it's Ralph, so you Yeah, he doesn't know much. Is a grain of salt. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Um, and I... Hold on. I got a burp, and I have a little bit of a brain freeze, too, from that awful ice cream roll. So, while we're waiting for him, he's sitting out there talking now. Back to your movie. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was okay. Okay. I liked it. I didn't like the aliens. Well, the aliens were kind of goofy looking. I yeah. thought I agree with that part. I thought the the story itself was really cool. I thought it was extremely well done. Uh, he was great in it. Say what you will about the guy as a person, but 
if you look at his IMDb list, Tom Cruise's, he does not have a lot of bad movies. It's kind of going back to like the when he first blew up. It he doesn't really like. The, I'm trying to think like the worst ones were recently the Mummy, which I didn't even think was that entirely terrible. There were paper towels in here. We already took care of it. Um, I I thought that it, it, the Mummy wasn't as bad as the review said it was. It was it, there was no Brendan Fraser, so that kind of just uh, diminishes it quite a bit. I mean Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is a dreamboat. He if I love I love Brendan Fraser. Thirty Days of Brendan. I feel like I'm Aww. in my microphone at all. This all right, show. so so again, your movie. If you want to write this down, is Edge of Tomorrow. Um, again, it's a sci-fi Groundhog Day. Um, and I'm happy they're making a sequel to it. Mixed with a little Time Cop. Oh, Time Cop. Ooh, time I, Cop. All right, so what, what do you Lady what do you Robocop. What do you have for me, Ralph? <laughs> what album do you have for me? Okay. I actually wrote down two. Okay. Are you going to let me pick or are you going to actually give me, give me one? I'm going to give you two colors. Okay. Red or white. <laughs> Choose one and you're going to get the album associated with red. Red. You're getting the first album of my favorite band, Baroness. Okay. Red. Baroness. Fred, we just had the landlord peeping in um, because of the ice cream dispute, I think. So we're going to take a quick break because I can use this smoke too. Back after this. All right, and so we're back. We're back. Um, so you just gave me an album, Ralph. Why don't you tell me about the album? Guys? Okay, Baroness so, Red. Um, Baroness is my favorite band. You know that. Yes. Um, first things, this uh, you may not love the album, but you are not going to hate this album. I'm going to okay. tell you that much. It's a metal album, um, specifically uh, stoner metal, swamp metal. Why would I like stoner metal, Ralph? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to see how much more dead air we can get. I don't want more dead air, but go <laughs> Let's on. Let's go so. to the break. Let's yeah. go to the break. We'll be back after this. And pun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's the debut of Baroness. Uh, all their albums, they name after uh, color. So the first is red, blue. They didn't yellow. do Roji Biv. They didn't do it properly. No, I think they're dumb. <laughs> I like Ro- Roji Biv. Roy- What's your favorite letter in Roji Biv? I'm a- I like the G. I like the G. I think the right. G gives him some character. G. Um, he had to do that because of the Rainbow Guild. There's a lot of a lot of tangents in this episode. So uh-huh. so it's a metal album. Metal album. How many tracks are on it? And uh, when when did it come out? Ten or eleven came out of probably about ten years ago. Okay, so about two thousand seven, two thousand two thousand seven. That time frame. Um, it's my second favorite Baroness album. Blues my favorite. Blues your favorite. Um, hard album. Um, some progressive al- elements, but not to the point of like, okay, they're trying to Who would you hard. compare them to if you could compare them to any band? Do you know uh, Kais or Sleep? Yes, yes. Yeah, so, Kais, okay. Sleep, that oh, kind then of I, stuff. I will like this. I, li- I have heard some Baroness, and what I've heard mm-hmm. I liked. Yeah. Um, it's I like Bass Nectar more. Ba- Bass Nectar? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you got everything right in that statement. I know. Um, it's their hardest album. Every album, they kind of go a little softer, which some people like, some people dislike. Um, really good, solid album. Um, I'm going to give you, when I give you the Baroness albums, because I'm going to give you them all at one point. They only okay. have four. Um, Actually, gonna, I even wrote down Blue, because if I like the first one, I might just jump into it. Jump in, blue is blue is a perfect right. album. One of my top. What, what was their, what, where did that one fall? Like, when did that one come out? That was their second one. Second so one? So that one came out probably 2010 or so. Okay, so they, they've only been around for about 10 years then. Yeah, right? and well, they as actually, far as major labels. All of them were part of other bands before, so they're kind of like a super group. Any, any famous bands? Nah, okay, a lot so. in that scene. They're, Baroness is the most famous band of any band they've come from. Okay, okay. but um, Asia, Asia is the first I, super group. Super I group? framed an Asia poster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this album. I love this band. I think you'll. I'd be shocked if you didn't. Okay, at least cool. like the album. Cool. I'm excited to hear it. Do you do you ever listen to Baroness? Ken? Not really, but uh, I think you know we came back from the break and we forgot <laughs> we forgot our live read. Wait. W- 
Oh, White Claw. <laughs> What's he doing? White Claw hard seltzer. <laughs> Black cherry. It doing? really only slightly sucks. <laughs> White Claw. It only slightly sucks. Where the fuck wow. did that come from? <laughs> that, that was very good improv on your part. That was great. So we got our. So there you have it. Movies this week. Um, Edge of, Edge of Tomorrow uh, and Baroness Red. It might be called Red Album. I forget. I just call okay. it Red. But um, you'll know. So great. By the way, also they have the best artwork of like all be- their albums. Better than Tool. Artwork because I love Tools artwork. Same level. Same I think level. that's something we should do. Actually, do this summer is we've talked about it before. I've talked about it to you guys. Is go up to Woodstock, uh, the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. It's um, a mm-hmm. museum of the artist that does all Tools art. I got um, Alex Gray. Uh, it used to be in New York City, and it's really fucking cool. Some weird shit going on because people go there and they just get super, super high, and they they tr- drop acid. And wait, people in Woodstock do that? Yeah. Well, this was in New York City originally. Like we were there. People in New York City. There were do people that? tripping acid in the middle of this fucking place, looking at the art. But uh, they moved to Woodstock because it was getting so big and popular. Um, so I think that's something we should do this summer. Um, yeah, all right. So we got our recommendations out of the way. Um, I had uh, two stories that I saw, and I thought we could probably talk about this. Did you see this one? It was at some hotel in England, and this they were outside in the the pool, the hotel pool, and there's this rather large woman. She she had to be pushing three three uh, bills, and she was shaving she was shaving her legs in that. the hotel what pool. What the fuck are you like, doing? You're, you're swimming, and you, you always get a little bit of the pool water in your mouth, and all of a sudden you just get a fucking hair chlorine hairball. Was she shaking the? Yeah, yes. no, she was legitimately. Oh, the, a there's disgusting. a picture of her sitting in the pool in her one piece bathing suit with her legs spread Ugh. and literally just a razor on her <clears throat> inner thigh. This woman was going deep, and I, that actually I saw another video. Of some woman on the new waiting for a bus um, or the the train at New York City, <laughs> shaving her vagina. <laughs> like literally, she's got a skirt on and she's going like this. I'm like, first off, at least it's not a pool. <laughs> I mean, neither's how, good. How is shaving your vagina on a bus the lesser of two situations? Yeah, I know. And the fact that you were in plain sight that people got good video and pictures of it. Ugh. I mean, there there is a... I have to kind of tip my cap to respect to have that little shame to not like even comprehend why that hotel swimming pool that tons of people are using children are losing using may losing. not may not be the best place <laughs> losing oh, also apparently she she cut her leg while she was shaving oh, too that's how disease so, spreads. So that actually when i saw it it made me think of um an episode of it's always sunny i just watched where they go to the water park <laughs> and Great fr- frank wants to get to the front of the line so <laughs> charlie gives him hickeys and he's just woke up aids i have aids dude when i, was now I know why everyone's wearing shoes <laughs> dude the part that made me laugh i was literally i had to pause it because i was laughing We're so hard as a watermelon boys <laughs> when Frank goes down the slide that's not open and they just take one bottle of water and pour it down and the whole way down ow ow shit 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 the whole fucking bit. oh wait wait I'm thinking the wrong episode I think it's the one where they go to the um the county this was pool. a recent season this oh. was like two seasons ago I think or the I, I don't know it was yeah it was it's a, a new one I only yeah. I only it was in the same season where Mac officially comes out on the show which I just watched out and that was actually a very well done episode that's a fantastic hero, episode hero or with hero or uh, hate crime was the name of that one um, so that was a good one and uh, the other story I saw now this is interesting do you guys like milk do you like drinking milk ever Wait, now we're reviewing milk? No, no, I, like, this is a serious question. Like, would you just have a glass of milk, or is it only, like, when you have cereal or something? Uh, I'll do it with dessert. Are you open to a glass of milk? Like, milk and cookies? It doesn't gross I like, me I out, like milk with Oreos. Yeah. I mean, I know some certain people that really love milk. Oh, we know. Oh, God. So, before we go into that, so, apparently, <laughs> this is a new thing. 
cockroach milk. What? Listen, listen. It's I, saw I wrote that it's derived from cockroach crystals, a part found inside the gut that is rich in essential amino acids and protein. It's only one specific type of cockroach. It's called um, Diplopatera punctata. Um, it's the only cockroach in its entire species that doesn't lay eggs. It actually gives birth. So I'm assuming that's why it can produce milk. And apparently it's so much better for you than real milk, like actual milk from a cow. Um, it's much harder to get. It takes a thousand cockroaches. I would think it would take Listen, a thousand cockroaches to make 100 grams of milk. It's a thousand cocks. A thousand Jizzle. cocks. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Would you try cockroach milk? Would you be open to it? Or would the idea of it that it came from a cockroach skeeve you out too much because cows are pretty fucking gross animals themselves i mean they, they say cows are uh, contribute more to polluting our environment than cars or humans so would you try you fart a lot yeah would you try cockroach milk ken you know no you wouldn't try it just based because it's from a cockroach no it's mostly because i just don't like milk okay so that's why what about you ralph would you try it I'm gonna say no, but we all know that the answer is yes. And I, <laughs> so I would. Try I do it for the show. For the show. Why are you looking up Seneca Wallace on Wikipedia? Oh, because we were talking about him before. He's uh, he hasn't talking played about in five years. So so now you're interested in Seneca Wallace. So, yeah. um, you said you had some. It can't be as bad as last week. You said you had something interactive. Well, it is something I wrote. Oh my god! You are the single worst writer of okay. all time. So two things. Tommy was to so. Is more deserving of a screenplay. You have literally laminated a script. Okay, it's called not a trop, script. The trop. Oh my no! It's, it's not a, even. A, it's a report I did in 2001 when I was in elementary school on the tropical rainforest. This is one of the worst covers I've ever seen. <laughs> I need a picture of it's it. It's word art out the ass. Oh my god! This is literally looks like it was made by a third grader with a speech I was impediment. In, I was in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. And I also, before you read the report, have some drawings from when I was a little kid. Okay. I don't know. that it, Drawings don't really help on a, a radio we'll, we'll, show. We'll put them online. We'll put them online. I, I, I mean, we will. Oh, my God. They... <sighs> There's a report I did on the dinosaurs. On the dinosaurs. Let me see. Did you write anything in this? By Ralph Valleca, and it looks like you spelt it out phonetically. It's like A R L H. Dino ants. <laughs> Ralph. By Ralph Valleca. Okay, May 31st. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I'm going to go through dino dinosaurs. There's a volcano uh, during a sunny day, <laughs> it's a sunny sky. Um, this is uh, a big fucking turtle. <laughs> it's just to be a brontosaurus. I love turtles. Here, I got I one for I like turtles. Um, this is a. What anything? The only thing it should be described as is a a shitload dinosaur. <laughs> it looks like it looks like a fucking landmine. There's a comic called The Adventures of Super Dog. I don't know what this is. What is this? What is that? What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is like. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is, dude, wait. What is this thing? I wish I could describe these things, but it looks like the Special Olympics of dinosaurs. <laughs> This is just a bunch of fucking blue and orange. What, wait, what is this? <laughs> it's a helicopter dinosaur. There's no such thing as a helicopter. Yeah, there is. This is our screenplay for Rise of the Jurassic Apes. And this is supposed to be a T-Rex. Why, why did the T-Rex fuck a giraffe? Look at this thing. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Your work Shoot, sucks. Purple dog and shit streaming out of ass. <laughs> wait, so this is the... Wait, 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 before we get to that. 
This is called All About Me. Oh, wait. You take Tropical Rainforest. I want to read All About Me. So we're going to read All About Me by Ralph Vilecka. He actually spelt his name here, okay, with a fucking crayon. I'm going to read it to you. Wait, wait, describe the cover. The cover is a bunch of... It's like a, a serial killer made a ransom note, but with pictures of things. You have Tropicana orange juice. It's you have delish. a bunch of really shitty like Walmart knockoff baseball hats. Um, you have Street Sharks. Um, Boss, you have, you have that um, the that, back. that that toy castle thing that everyone. I still had. have that. Um, you have some uh, kosher dill pickle <laughs> halves. You have a home planetarium, Not a soccer heritage. ball, a telescope, a Sega Genesis controller, a green peanut M M&M, and M, Sonic the Hedgehog, um, uh, a multi-purpose um, like pool and ping pong and this is what I had dreams. Air hockey table and a bicycle at the bottom. So this was made by a kid <laughs> that definitely got into lead-based paint. So. <laughs> I'm going to read this to you guys. My name is Ralph. I'm going to read it like you wrote it. My name is Ralph Vilecka, and I like many things. And there's a picture of, um, I think that's supposed to be uh, a roller skate, a bicycle, um, Stonehenge, a basketball, a tombstone, and there's he lives in teepees. Apparently. Wait, 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 what's in my hand? Is that a McDonald's bag? It's McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's chocolate milk. Um, so he likes to do many things. My favorite food is steak. And he drew himself next to what can only be described as the world's largest steak. It's, it's literally double the size of him. It says, my favorite food is steak. I like to ride my bicycle with my friends. And so, so there's two people, um, someone in red and someone that can only be described as Asian. And the bicycles look like something that would be used as a sex toy. So good job. Um, and the tires are misshapen. Like, so let's see. Why are all my houses trying? I wait. I like, I like parrots because they are red. <laughs> they are, they are red, yellow, and green. And so the parrot, again, is the size of Big Bird. And, and he's holding up um, a ping pong paddle. <laughs> um, wait, sometimes I enjoy roller skitting on my block. And there's his teepee house. And he's sitting with his uh, his feet um, like, like a duck. Like they're both pointing outward. Quack, quack. And his arms are out like he's about to embrace a pedophile. Um, and now the last thing is... I someday- like it when men touch my hiney. <laughs> the last page is, Someday I want to go to Disney World. And he's standing on a plane. <laughs> he's skateboarding the plane. And the plane does not have a pilot, nor does it have wings. It's just a dildo. <laughs> sans pilot, sans wings. That's good. Fleca. built in Pennsylvania, and it's called the Tropical Rainforest. <laughs> but it was done in 2001. Fair. Let's get topical, boys. <laughs> okay. Table of Contents. <laughs> Table of Contents. I the overview. Like on this. Page three. Description of Blom. <laughs> Page four. Blom. Blom. All right. Let's go in. Just go into exactly. Okay, let's what, just go. Oh, this right is long. It. We can't read this. We're not going to read the whole thing, but give me this, the overview. Okay. Overview. This is my report about <laughs> the tropical rainforest. I'm already stretching for words. I will tell you about the animals you will find there, <laughs> or how hot it is there. <laughs> Steamy. All right, so go on. Okay. First, you read information about life in this biome. What did you get on this report? Because it shouldn't have been anything less than a D. Believe me, we'll know at the end of it. <laughs> is it graded? Self-graded. <laughs> 
<laughs> the teacher felt so bad. She's like, give yourself a grade, and even you gave yourself a D. <laughs> I phoned it in. This page will tell how hot it is there and of what plants grow there. Of what plants grow there? Marijuana. <laughs> what? Well, how old were you when you wrote this? I think I was like 13. <laughs> 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 that wasn't like ten. Hold on, there's another delivery like statement here. You will then read about the animals. <laughs> will not, we? You will then read about the animals, not that live here, just live here. The animals live here. <laughs> Thanks, dude. It will tell of three spaces before how they survive. <laughs> I clearly didn't get help on this. Then you will read about my animal. <laughs> All right, dude. Yay. Yay. By the way, I, I did not look at this. I wanted this all on the air live. Holy crap. This is the best sentence ever. <laughs> this is a section telling information about my animal, the cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> the cock- all right, the cockatoo would survive if all the humans went away. Wait, wait, wait. I don't own a cockatoo. I Your never- favorite animal is eight-foot-tall parrots, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I didn't know that. And I like you. You didn't know what a parrot actually looked like. You drew it like Toucan Sam. <laughs> you probably looked at your Fruit Loops box. I did it minutes before class. Guys, apparently, the cockatoo is a large exotic bird. <laughs> then- but you won't know about that until you read my sources in my bibliography. <laughs> my bibliography? Wait, wait. I can barely put together a coherent sentence, but I can get bibliography. I'm going to be honest. I don't think you could write a better one now. <laughs> oh, I will write one. Altogether, they make my report. It should be one great report. One I hope gets an A+. plus. I didn't really write that. Evidence. Oh. Exhibit A. Oh, God. Last sentence. Oh. <laughs> douche! Douche! Oh my god, was this before or after the- you blew the teacher? <laughs> like, oh my god. You, okay, I don't need to read any more of that because I'm getting, my, my teeth hurt okay, from looking wait. at you. Oh my god. I'm just, you shit. should be ashamed of yourself. Oh. I just looked at this picture. <laughs> it's a fucking spider with a huge dick that's slapping a kid in the face. Oh my god. Who has a dick for an arm? <laughs> The kid has a dick for an arm. Can we all love dicks? Oh my god. He's like Jonah Hill in Superbad, just Seriously. drawing dicks. D- Dude, I change fonts every page. <laughs> Look at this. This one doesn't even have a title. To Comic Sans. W- oh. Wingdings. Oh my dings. Oh, I. All right. Oh. All right. Oh shit. All right. So. By the way. Better that report or my playlist? That week? report. Both all the reports and drawings were significantly better than <laughs> your list. This is my favorite drawing. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, spider and the kid with well, dick arms. A lot of dicks. Yeah, dude, what is your? Oh, whoa! Why were you drawing so many dicks and giant animals and giants? What? What's up with the eight foot stake? Why? Oh, whoa. did you go to Catholic school? All right, Ralph. Yeah. We have to get on track here a little bit because we we went a little bit longer than I normally like to go last week. So I, I think we want to keep it right around the hour oh, thirty okay. cap. So while we're here, um, Ken, one movie. What is your What is your number one movie? If you had to pick one. I mean, I really do have triple X on the mind. <laughs> but, no uh, one ever has triple X. <laughs> if I have to go one movie, I'd love to say any of the Star Wars movies because I love Star Wars. Okay. However, deep track, deep track. I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Goodfellas. Good love choice. Oh, Good that's choice. A one. And band or a specific album by a band. So there's two bands that I really like. 
Okay. Uh, favorite band of all time is Metallica. Okay. And then I really like uh, Coheed and Cambria. Okay. Good. I, I'm, I'm cool with both of those, as long as you leave out Black Album to St. Anger. Exactly. Okay. Good Good man. I don't need to hear Load, Reload, St. Anger. St. Anger's good, dude. St. Anger's great. Prank, 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 The best song on that album is probably St. Anger or Some Kind of Monster. Those are You probably... don't like Frantic? Tick, 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 tonk. Oh, my no, God. No, you're the, actually, why he ticks too the, short. The best thing about that was the documentary that came out with that album. That was really good. Yeah. Um, now, uh, really quick, um, I did get to listen to the two albums that Micah recommended mm-hmm. to us last week. I didn't get to watch the movie, um, but I have it downloaded so I can watch it. What movie did you recommend? Um, Don't Think Twice with Mike Babiglia. B- 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 oh, okay, yeah. Um, so he gave us last week... Um, the metal album was awesome. Um, Phenomenal. That was uh, Rivers, Rivers actually, and Nile. That, um, that album's officially in my rotation. That that Loved one, it. It, you know, that's not even necessarily always my thing. It's a little bit heavier than I normally listen to. It was Rivers and Nile, Where Owls Knew My Name, or Know My Name. Um, but I loved it. it. The music on it was fantastic. It was mixed incredibly. The um, the breakdowns were phenomenal. So I really like that one. Had a lot one. of jazz elements, yeah, which is cool. It, was, kind of. it actually reminded me, and I don't know if you've ever listened to um, the Slipknot album before Corey Taylor, um, Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat. That's my favorite their, Slipknot their album. The original singer, with the one, the one song, Do Nothing, Bitch Slap, where it goes from, it starts out as um, a metal song and then goes into a jazz breakdown. That's the one where they only printed like a thousand copies. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Good, Amazingly, my a... brother had one of them, and that's how I first, he, really? had, he, had, he had the original copy of that, and he had Kid Rock's first album, Yodel- Grit, Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast. Ball. Oh, that's the one with uh, Yodeling in the Valley. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's a bad um, one. And the other album. album he gave us, I know you never heard it, but I had uh, The 18th Letter by Rakim. Loved it's it. One of the best rap albums that you'd ever hear really in your liked. life. It's not, you know, it sounded like it sounded like a good a good Wu-Tang solo album. Yes, I, I agree with that. So um, before we wrap up, we're going to go with our, our usual theme, hot take. Give me one hot take. Me? Yeah, let's start with you. Okay. You never come up with one first, and I don't so, have one yet. So my birthday's coming up um, next week, uh, June 11th, um, and I keep getting So ads. Meg was wrong about your birthday. Meg's so always wrong. Yeah, that's true. So um, I keep getting notifications on Facebook asking me if I would like to dedicate my birthday to a cause. Oh, my God. And I God. am so fucking sick of people doing this. The original idea was that you didn't get gifts to raise money for a cause. Yeah. Now people are raising money, other people's money, to donate in their name for a cause. Fuck you. You're not Mother Teresa. You're not some other right. charitable person. You're, you're cursing Easy. a lot. Yeah, relax. I, it just it gets me angry. It's because you had too it's much a little of blue that. here. Too much of the your screen's going bluey. Um, Ken, do you have a hot take for me? It could be anything. It could be movies, sports, music, I mean, anything. I don't know if it's quite a hot take or the hottest take. <laughs> It's a bit controversial. All right, let's hear it. I'm going to say that the devaluation of the running back in the NFL is because of racism. (laughs) Wait, are you being serious? He is staring you dead in the eyes. No, he's fucking with me. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Because there's no white running backs? (laughs) Is that why? No. Why? Explain it. owners... It's racism. It's Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> He's this kid's such an asshole. You know what's funny is a bunch of my friends are going to listen to this. Your friend was a social justice warrior. <laughs> you fucking. I'm douche. still not sure what race is being. <laughs> yeah, what race is being? It's not exactly. Wait, so the oh. devaluation, even though oh. even though teams still care, it's like if one thing if teams just said we're not going to use running backs ever. <laughs> like, we're just going empty backfield every time. Um, uh, that's a good take. Do you have an actual hot take? You have an actual hot <laughs> <You> take. Asshole. <laughs> Um, you know, the new Star Wars movie. Which one, Solo? Solo. Okay. It really pulled on my heartstrings. You liked it? 
I did. I enjoyed it. You know, it was... I was highly entertained. It was highly entertaining. It w- <laughs> and, and I kind of agree. It, it is like Indiana Jones in the space. Yeah, it, that's kind of what it was. I think the first 30 minutes were clunky, no matter what. Like, the sec- like right around the time they got to Lando, I thought that's where it really found its stride. Lando was the best. Dude, I can't believe how good Donald Glover was. As La- like, the, the mannerisms, the voice, it was it was impeccable. He looks more like Lando than uh, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Speaking of Lando, the, the rumor is right now that uh, Billy D. Williams will be in episode 9 um, as Lando. Is he going to be alive? Yeah, he's gonna be alive. Oh, you mean like in real life? <laughs> like, like, like it's, a for, it's a force ghost, Lando. Um, now, a hot take. I don't like. I, I have to really think about this one. Um, so I'm gonna go with the sports realm, and it's something you brought up to fuck. You were fucking with me earlier, Ralph, about David Wright mm-hmm. and great Met or greatest Met by he, default. Greatest. Well, Tom Tom Seaver's the greatest Met. That that greatest Met for life. Gra- Only Met for life. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm just tired of them even like. I, I, I think he should be given as much time as he wants if he really is like he's not like b- crying or whining he's trying to get back but can the media and the team stop acting like him getting back to throwing a baseball 30 feet is any what meaningful at all it, it, it's sad like I see him in interviews he looks so he looks horrible he's got to be 30 pounds lighter he looks than really he old. looks gaunt like if he could somehow play again he'd be lucky to hit a double to the gap like he just looks like he has nothing left and he used to be a fucking huge like rip dude who 30 home run guy um it's it, he they, was on his way to a hall of fame career his numbers were right in line with the hall of fame career he was hitting 25 especially to, for third baseman where like the bar's really he low. was a gold glove third baseman 25 30 home runs 30, face of the franchise. Face of the franchise. Which for the captain, Mets is a huge part. He 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 was a twenty twenty guy at minimum in his prime. Possibly a 30-30 guy. guy. Yeah, he was. You know, I think I don't know if he had a thirty thirty season, but he was close one year. But he was at a minimum twenty twenty guy, and he was as good as any third baseman in the league in his prime. Um, I'm just. I I think it's time to. I I think fans that are, are there, there's some fans. The shit they say about David Wright is just beyond me. Um, our big eared friend just walked into the Attack Move studio. Do you want to say anything, Megan? What, what, are you, what are you doing? Oh, uh, well, you should quit. They're not good for you. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Um, so yeah, I'm, I I don't want to hear anything. I don't think fans, sh- the Mets fans especially, getting on David Wright to me is just it, it's insanity. I what is he? What now, is he? Quickly to bring back fans for the Mets this year, because <laughs> <clears throat> it's just it's bringing not the happening. bringing the minor league team. To I, play. Mean, I think <laughs> they're playing with. I think what they need to people. do is because it, it's worked for them in the past. Let's what comic book hero are they going to turn Jason Vargas into? <laughs> <laughs> going to be the Green Lantern? Oh no, he's got to be like Aquaman. If he's going to be anyone, the worst. Because he's constantly drowning. Did, oh, what did you? That's another. Okay, so before we wrap up, did you see wh- what he did the other night, Vargas and Mickey Calloway's move? I want to know. I, you know what? I so remember it. I pitched, just, I'm he not pitched, thinking of He it pitched right really now. well against the mm-hmm. Braves. Um, he was pitching on three days rest because he got only went three innings the previous start. Um, through five innings at 65 pitches, he had only given up, I think, three or four hits, mm-hmm. one walk, no runs, and Mickey Calloway pulled him. Uh, was that the right move? Yes, because he's going to implode. So I, uh, the, I agree overall, but the one side of me being a baseball fan, my the eye test was telling me this guy is throwing free and easy. I'd seen every start this year. Let him leave on a high note. I, I tend to agree because it, and especially since it was short rest, so his if stamina was, wasn't going to be there. If you had Johan and 9 going, yeah, that's so, well, that's which, a bad example. Speaking, speaking of which, today's the anniversary of the no-hitter. Oh, that's right. It is. It, it's the, the anniversary n- of the end of Johan's career. <laughs> you know what? I was arguing with someone about that today. Um, they were talking about how he how terrible he was after that, but what's crazy... I don't think that No, what's it. crazy is the first start after 
after when he threw what 145 pitches. Wasn't that the one where the Yankees? It, it was him up? the Yankees let him up. Yeah. The next start he gave up four runs, but then the entire month of June he pitched to a 2.40 ERA. He injured his ankle against the Cubs in the first start in July, and it was the ankle that if you look at every start after that, um, it wasn't the no hitter that ruined it. No, it I, was it was the ankle, and then because the ankle was hurt, he was pushing off on the shoulder agreed. more. He wasn't going to have a long shelf life regardless at the end. No. but um, I don't think the no hitter did anything, and Terry Collins should take that off. Actually, his I got a, I got a buddy. I'm going to try and get him on the show next week. Uh, he can call in 10 minutes real quick. Okay. He was at that game. All he ever wanted to see was a Met get a no-hitter, <laughs> and he was escorted out before the no-hitter. Boom. <laughs> All right. Now, I'll tell the story next now week. Now, another Mets, uh, another Mets issue here. <laughs> <laughs> what a cocksucker. I thought we wanted to keep this episode short. Yeah, I know. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can talk about the Mets why? bad forever. Why do Mets fans... Hate Carlos Beltran for one at bat when he gave you when anyone great would have seasons. when anyone would have struck out against that pitch. Yep. The great the one of the best clutch players of all. He's time. their greatest free agent acquisition of all time, which is really sad. And he he his he was the best center fielder in the game when he came over. Uh, he played the best. He was the best defensive center fielder in the game at the time. Um, so I'm with I, Mets fans that get on they, the Mets fans just they have to be angry at someone all the time alright so now we're going to wrap this up uh, this is episode 6 if you watch I listen um, I don't really know what's going on with the recording next week so you and I have to figure that out yeah I'll, I'll day. You know. I'm sure we're going to record I just don't know when yet we also, we also have some things in the backlog in case yeah, we can't there, do it so we'll things. release something for our you know for fans so <laughs> no man we hit a thousand listeners this week man that uh, which is fantastic so yeah. thanks to everyone that's been listening hey, round of applause so, round of applause golf clap so as always uh, you watch, I listen. Watch, listen, share, subscribe. Later. See ya. Go Yankees. <laughs>